real estate investors from Florida, Georgia, and Texas. There's a big online event this coming October that you shouldn't miss. Discover new techniques on how to grow your business and thrive in the middle of the crisis in no time. Just simply go to www.realestateiq.co summit and sign up today. Welcome to not this, but learn the best way to find great MLS deals from your home. Had a title change and I think I got the wrong slide there, but that's all right. Our sponsors for today and that are kind of sponsoring all our events, uh, we have Quest Trust, so self-directed IRA. You can keep your, your IRA there and invest it in real estate or whatever you like. Uh, investor Loan Source. A hard money lender. They also do notes, so you can invest money with them as well. Same with Blink Lending. I would recommend either of these if you're looking for uh, for funding for your deals. A note School to learn more about investing passively in notes. Action Coach, Business Coaching, Real Property Management. If you get big, you don't want to be answering those calls in the middle of the night, so you'll need a property manager manager to do that for you. And we also have Bay Mountain Capital, which is another lender. That's me. Um, I've been with Real Estate IQ for a little over three years. I've been an educator before that all of my life, mostly high school math, but also taught some college math, some college uh, teacher education, and I've taught as low as fifth grade. Uh, but it was just kind of time for a change. And so I started looking at what else could I do with my life and found a thing online. So I went to a free, you know, free two hour seminar or whatever, and then paid a couple hundred bucks to go to their three day seminar. And at the three day seminar, I said no to their 20 to $50,000 coaching programs, but it was enough to make me say, you know, I think I can do this. So I just started going to networking events and started learning more and then I joined up with Real Estate IQ. So I've done some investing on the side. Um, my husband Kevin and I, Kevin is here too, uh, we've done some investing on the side too, a little wholesaling, a little flipping. I uh, hope to get into buy and hold soon and uh, start, start building our, our long-term wealth and cash flow that way. So this event is brought to you by Real Estate IQ. We are number one in deal finding with over 45,000 leads every month altogether. Our guarantee you'll always find a deal with Real Estate IQ. Uh, this is our leadership team. Uh, Steve Liang here and Juan Carlos Cruz are the company founders. They're both in the DFW area. And then we have myself in Houston. Joseph is in charge of Austin and San Antonio. And Rodney is now in charge of the DFW area. Um, we also have off-market leads in Florida and Georgia and are looking to expand to the rest of the country um, and start doing more expansion this year as well. So let's, let me let you hear what one of our clients has to say.
guys, I'm here with Adam at Redneck Country Club at the Jet Lending event. And Adam has been using our system for a while. Adam, could you share with us your experience with our tool? Yeah, so um, I love the tool. It's really been very useful for me as uh, as a new investor. Um, I don't have access to the MLS, so running comps was something that was a problem. Um, now that I have that the tool, I can run comps. It allowed me to secure my first deal, um, and I'm going to market with it and look to, um, because of the comps that I was able to run and get it for the right price, I was able to secure a deal that's probably going to profit me somewhere north of $50,000. Oh, fantastic. And by the way, we uh, can also help you market your deal to Adam. Uh, Thank you so much. And guys, our deal analysis suite is only $15 a month, and it's for unlimited comps all over Texas. So make sure you take advantage of this special right now. Thank you, guys. If you want to learn how to analyze deals just like us, make sure you check out this webinar on how to run comps. The link is below. We'll also introduce you to you this new tool called FastCMA, which is a high-end professional comps tool uh, that allows you to pull. There we go. And I know some of you are already Real Estate IQ subscribers, so recognize a few of those names. All right, so this is about finding deals on the MLS. The MLS is the biggest market to find deals. In just the last 30 days, there's over 41,000 total residential real estate investment opportunities. That's in the Houston metro area alone. That's the highest number I've seen in the last three years of properties being on the market which is just kind of another sign that we're kind of maybe moving to more of a buyer's market than a seller's market. And with this whole, uh, whole COVID thing, that's changing things a little bit that way as well. So we found over 3,000 active deals on the MLS. So this is a, um, actually that was an old number. This is a snapshot from our system today. In the Houston area, the 2,700 properties at a 10 to 20% discount, 20 to 30% discount, there's 834, 30 to 40%, 338, and 235 listings that are at 40% or more discount. So I'll talk a little bit about more how that, about how that's calculated more after a bit. Um, rental income properties, there's over 5,000 active deals on the MLS. So it's definitely a source and you may have heard some people say there are no good deals on the MLS and I'll show you that that is just not true. Uh, here's the rental deals, real time by rental index. So over a thousand deals with a one to 1.2 rental index. So the rental index is the percentage of the purchase price that you can recover in your monthly rent. So the general guideline is that you want 1% uh, to make sure you have enough money to pay your mortgage, pay your insurance, um, get a little extra each month to save up for if something breaks so that you have money to take care of it. So anything higher than that is going to give you a little cash flow on top of that. So there are 340 with a 1.2 to 1.4 rental index and 341 over 1.4. So those are where the, real good, the really good cash flow starts to be. All right, so investors have been winning deals on the MLS. So the question is, how do you find these deals and how do you win these deals? Um, first of all, MLS strategies can work for any exit strategy, uh, whether it's wholesale, 
fix and flip, buy and hold, whatever you wanna do with the property. In the end, the MLS is another source where you can find those properties. So what are we looking for when we look on the MLS? We're looking for homes that are priced below market value. We're looking for homes that are at a discount. We're looking for homes that have equity. There are even investment strategies where they don't have to be at much of a discount. Um, but which comes from uh, creative, creative buying and stuff like that. But mostly that's what we're looking for. So the question is, well, why would people sell their house for less than what it's worth? Uh, maybe they just really need to sell quickly for some reason. Maybe they've got a new job. They've got their eye on another house they want. Uh, maybe there's some financial distressors. Uh, they've got some bad situation that they want to get out of. So selling their house is going to help them. And maybe they can't afford the repairs that it would take to get that full value on it. So those are the ones we're looking for. Pros to the MLS, there are lots of deals. The seller is ready. You don't have to convince them to sell their house. They already decided that they want to sell their house. And so it's an easy contract. They have the trek here in Texas, one to four. Anybody can get it offline, get it, um, just download it from, if you Google, DREC one to four, it'll come up and anybody can use that. And that's the one that real estate agents use as well. Cons to getting deals off the MLS, lots of competition. Lots of people can see these deals. And so you have to act quickly. Another con is if you're working with an agent that doesn't understand investing, they're not gonna understand why your offer is as low, it is, low as it is, they might, you know, you have to do some educating if the agents are not investor friendly. All right, so what is the trick to winning MLS deals? One key is to be the first to place an offer and send lots of offers. That, this is what it comes down to. Pretty much any aspect of real estate is a numbers game. You can't expect to talk to two motivated sellers and get a deal, for example. And same on the MLS, you can't just make one offer that makes sense and expect to get that deal. So you have to send in lots of offers. Uh, but speed gets you the keys. You wanna be one of those first ones to submit an offer. All right, so three-step process to dominate the MLS. First step, find an investor-friendly agent and team. So an investor-friendly agent is one who understands investments. They know how to help investors find and win deals. Ideally, they would know how to do a short sale and have experience there. They would understand what kind of things investors might look for and know that when somebody comes to them to sell their house and it needs a lot of work, it, you know, rather than listing it on the MLS, an investor-friendly agent will just call you up and say, hey, I have this deal. Call those pocket listings. Um, you want your agent to be an expert in valuations. They have to be able to accurately tell you what's that house going to be worth after it's fixed up. And be an expert in transactions. Know how to make the offers and how to get the deals done. Uh, it seems to me like there's a lot of real estate agents in Houston, for sure. I don't know about the other areas, but definitely a lot of agents in Houston and not all of them 
are experts and know how to do these things. All right, so who else is gonna be on your team besides the agent? You're gonna need an investor-friendly title company. And Kevin and I ran into one that was not investor-friendly um, with a deal that I'm gonna show you at the end. But what happened was the first title company, which we only went with because they had already opened title there and they had had to do an affidavit of airship because uh, the guy's wife was on the title and she passed away without a will. So they had already filed that and done that, that beginning work, but they turned out not to be investor friendly. They said they would not close the deal unless we made full disclosure to all parties involved exactly how much we were making. And so even the realtor said that's not even a good idea for the seller. They didn't, they didn't want him to know. That would not be helpful to him in any way. Uh, so we moved to a different title company that was investor friendly. You're going to need your contractor to do the repairs and you're going to need a lender to find the money. So keep those things in mind as you're doing all this networking. You need to get all those people for your team. All right, step two, find the deals. How do you do that? A real estate agent can set up something that's called a hot sheet. And so what they have to do is they have to go to a certain neighborhood, calculate the average price per square foot for the homes in those neighborhoods, and then they can set up a trigger with the MLS where if a property comes on the market and it's below that average price per square foot, that you get a notification of them. But they have to figure that out in each individual neighborhood because it's gonna be different in every neighborhood. And so you can only target small areas, so you need to set up a lot of those. And so what you're gonna get that notification with the, it's a new listing or a price drops, it goes below, or if it leaves the market and comes back on. So the drawbacks, obviously you need to set up a lot of those and it requires maintenance. If the price changes, the average price changes in the neighborhood, you have to change the average price on your trigger as well. And you're never gonna know how much equity they actually have in it or how much of a discount it is. So to do that, you're gonna have to run a CMA on each address. So CMA stands for Comparative Market Analysis which is what uh, realtors usually call it. Uh, real estate investors usually call it running comps. So, and the purpose of that is just to look at the other houses that have sold on the market, find the ones that were fixed up, find out what those sold for to calculate what you could sell yours for. And so, you know, depending on how much you're doing, unless you're investing in, uh, even with, even with the MLS, they have a new thing called Remind, I think it is, Remind, um, that'll do this fast for you, but it's 200 a month. Um, so not all agents even have it, and then you're, they're spending a lot of time looking up which of those properties they want to use as comps to figure the price. So let's say you want to get 10 alerts a day, mm -hmm. and if you're going to do a CME, CMA on each of those, that's a lot of time that you're spending just finding out what those properties are worth. Or you could use software to automate that process. So I'm going to show you how Real Estate IQ does that. 
So I'm going to go here to our MLS deal finder. This is our analytics page where those other numbers came from. And right here, I can either do a quick search, which is going to be anything that's a 20% discount. So what happens is our system, our computer algorithm runs a CMA, determines what that house is worth based on the other sold properties around it that are similar. And then it compares that to the list price. And that's how it comes up with the discounted properties. So this quick search will give you a 20 plus percent discount or a 0.8 percent plus rental index. And I can set it up for whatever county and whatever updated. I'm going to go to a new search. And so I'm going to search for active listings. And I'm just going to go with Harris County, which is the main county in Houston. Property type. And these property types will vary a little bit by market. I know up in DFW area, you can see duplexes and half duplexes here. But these are the ones that, that the Houston MLS HAR uses. So I can look for single families or I can look for single families and townhouses, whatever I want. And then I can set my price range. So most investors agree that below 250,000 is kind of the safer zone. If you're looking for something different, you can just set a minimum and a maximum wherever you like. Last updated, I'm gonna go here and go last one year because that's going to pull up anything that's currently listed that meets my criteria. And here's where the magic happens. Here's where we can set the discount percentage. So as an investor, I'm looking for 70%. So I'm going to skip ahead, go back here and, and skip ahead here a little bit. If I want to flip it or even wholesale to a flipper, I need to know the 70% rule. And this is what most lenders will lend up to 70% of the ARV. So that's one reason to keep in this range. Um, so let's just do an example. So the ARV is 100,000. We want to pay our offer, we want our offer to be 70% minus repairs. So 70% of that would be 70,000. Let's say we're making 10,000 in repairs. We would offer 60,000 for that house. If there's, if you want to wholesale it and you want to make 5,000 off of that, you would add a $5,000 wholesale fee here, and then you'd only offer 55,000. So why 70%? Where's the other 30? So out of that 30,000, an average of 8,000 would, would be closing costs that you pay to the title company. About 2,000 is going to be holding and maintenance costs. Uh, for example, you have to keep insurance on the property. You have to keep the electricity on for the contractors to work, uh, gas, water, all those things, and then you have to pay interest on your loan. So that's the financing costs right here. So on average, out of that 30,000, you would make about 16,000 profit. And so if you pay more than 70%, these things aren't gonna go down. The only thing that's gonna go down is your profit. So let's go back 
Let's go back to our MLS deal finder here. And so I'm going to set this at 70%. And sorry, I'm going to set this at 30% because I want to meet that 70% rule. So I want at least a 30% discount. And you're saying, but wait, what about the repairs? Well, you're right. The repairs would have to come below this, but you don't always have to pay the asking price either. So just to give me a broad range, I'm going to set this at 30%. I could also set a minimum rental index, set a minimal minimum rental index if I were looking for a buy and hold or looking to wholesale something as a rental. Uh, but this is an and search, so if I do both, it's only going to show the ones that meet both criteria. So now here's the really cool thing. If I go save as automated search, I'm going to get an email as soon as one of those properties that meets this criteria comes on the market. And so, whoops, I don't want to save because I have some. This is what, this is an email I got today from MLS Deal Finder email. So here is the address. Here's the estimated sold price. That's your ARV. That's your after repair value. Asking offer price. This is what it's listed at, 179. It's 193,000 of a spread in there or a 51% discount. So that to me is leaving plenty of money in there to make my repairs, pay my closing costs, my holding costs, and get a profit. So from there, I can see all the details about the property. Year built, square footage, bed and bath, how long it's been on the market. They must have had a price change because it's been on for nine days. There's the agent's name and phone number if you wanted to call them and make an offer. And here's their remarks about it. Sometimes those give you a good clue as to the condition. This one tells us nothing. So we can keep going. Uh, there weren't any sold. There's only one sold comp that came up. So I definitely want to take a closer look at that to make sure that was a good comp. Um, but the other active listings, leased comps, and then the pictures of it are down here. So you, right now at a quick glance, I can say, is this something that I want to go after and make an offer or not? This looks like they did a full nice remodel on that bathroom, partial on the kitchen. Um, but so that one looks, looks like it's in good shape. So I'm guessing this is probably not the best comp for it. It's in a different subdivision. And I would want to dive deeper into that before I actually made an offer on this deal. But that's just what the emails look like. So, you know, so from my search, I can go search right here and I'm going to get all the properties currently listed that meet that criteria. So that's 106 deals it found in Harris County. And I can turn on a map. And if I'm looking in a certain part of town, I can just click. I live in Katy, that's in this area. <laughs> Those of you that are not from here. So if I go here, that shows me these two. So I click on this one and that looks like a condo listed at 212, comping at 352. So it's a 40% discount, so that's looking good. 
I can go here to see the details about it. And here's the agent's remarks about it. Talks about storage in the rooms, nothing. It does not say has been fixed up. So that usually means that that's a good, um, a good potential investor deal, rent 1.2 rental index, agent's information. Uh, the number right here just corresponds to what number it happens to be in the list. So I clicked on 88 and it shows 88 there so that I can tell, um, you know, which one I clicked on or I can click here. Um, so Jesse says, how can you tell if it flooded? Why such a high discount? So knowing this area, I would guess that it flooded. Uh, the, the way to tell, there are some other websites that you can go to to tell you if it flooded, if it's not in the remarks. It used to be that the agents always put it in the remarks, um, but as we're getting further in time away from Harvey, it's coming up in the remarks less and less. But there is a, another website and I can, I can help you find that afterwards but where you can go and see if it's in a floodplain and whether it's in the 100 year, the 500 year or what. So if I think that sounds interesting and I wanna know, this looks like a, a, this is the one, let's go back to this one. Let's check out the pictures. Definitely a condo, townhouse. Okay, it looks like for sure I'd need new carpeting even though they cleaned it, but that looks kind of worn and stained. The walls look good. May not have to even paint too much in this one. Tile floors. Yeah, this one looks like it doesn't, doesn't need a whole lot of rehab. It's already got granite countertops. It's got, or is that the, no, it's not. These are not granite countertops. That's the laminate that looks like granite. So I can look through the photos here and get an idea of the repairs it would need. And then to find out why it's coming up that way, I wanna run the CMA. So we have two different algorithms. ARV distance is the one that defaults for the searches and the emails. And that goes out only a half a mile and it chooses the properties that are the closest in proximity and in the most and the most recent ones. The ARV subdivision goes out a mile, but puts priority on choosing ones in the same subdivision. And then a custom CMA lets, lets you set your own parameters as far as recency, distance your build range, square footage range. So this is a townhouse, so I would need to make sure I'm only comping it against other townhouses, which could possibly be an issue. There was a, a little error in our system they were working on. So doing that, it found several sold. There are no active ones, so that could be good. Three leased, um, but now it's saying it's worth 289. And if I click here on investment summary, they were asking 212. So 26% discount. So that's getting close to that 
So I, this would not be a bad thing to make an offer on, and it's not going to need much rehab. Maybe some touch-up painting and some carpet is all it looked like. So I could say, okay, well, I'm going to offer 200, and I'd be all in at 205. That would make it a 29% discount. That's probably close enough to that 70% to mo for most people. So this this would be a good one you can make an offer on, but you'd also want to verify that ARV by looking at these comps. So it, these look like they're single families. This one, they put it in as a single family, even though it's a townhouse. So this is the, this is the agent's fault. We can tell by the pictures that this is a townhouse, but they put it in as just a single family, and so it's comping against regular houses. So you'd want to, we can look at the picture of those. And see, you see, that's just a full-on regular house, so it's really not a good comp. What about this one? Your picture of the front? It's kind of hard to tell. This is just a regular house as well. So because of the way the agent put that in, our system is picking it up uh, incorrectly because the agent put it in incorrectly. So I definitely want to look more into that. But here's how you can quickly and easily look at the CMA and figure out, is this, would this be a good deal or not? So there are no townhomes that came up. So kind of stuck here. I might, might do a little zooming in here. I can let, let Google talk to me. Okay, so you can see how this is that condo unit, but the rest are single family homes. So that's gonna lower my ARV a little bit. So I'd probably make a lower offer. Um, but I'm not, I don't know, have a whole lot of experience with condos and townhomes. So maybe, maybe Kevin or Tony is be a little something more for you to look at. Um, Sal says, can you compare to comps from 2009? Ideally, you want your comps to be from the last three to six months and go back a year. Most appraisers will go back a year. Uh, so you're really going any further back uh, really doesn't do that, isn't going to help you or tell you anything. You do want to pay attention to your bill to the house, but yeah, comps from that back in time really don't mean anything because the market has fluctuated so much, especially if you're looking at 2009, that's right after the crash. So that's going to totally skew everything. Uh, but here's how you can quickly do a CMA on it and then go to that agent right here in the details, call them up and make an offer. Oh, to get last, re okay. Sal says to get, to compare to last recession to get idea of the market bottom. So I don't know, I still think that's, you know, more than 10 years ago, I don't think the market's going to go uh, to the bottom that it did in 2009. I think, I actually think Houston's going to recover pretty quickly. It's going to go down a little bit, um, but then it's going to 
it's going to bounce back because even though oil and gas is hurting right now in Houston, there are a lot of other industries and people are still going to be moving to Houston. So Kevin says, see, oh, check months. Are you talking about um, months of inventory? You, you could calculate that because it tells you how many sold and how many active listings there are. Um, John says, what's a rule of thumb for HOA fees for multifamily building versus just buying a single family? It's definitely something that you need to consider. So you, um, you would definitely want to find out what the HOA fees are. Um, I think the rule of thumb would just be that would just figure into your, your monthly expenses for the property. Whereas single family, it's in most neighbor, most neighborhoods that I've looked at, it's, you know, maybe $400 a year. Some obviously are higher and some lower. Um, but you would definitely want to keep that in mind for a townhouse or condo because that is going to affect your monthly bottom line. And yes, you would you would contact the agent directly to make offers for these. You can't go to the homeowner unless it comes over here. And here's a way you can look for expired or terminating terminated listings on the MLS. The only one came up here, so what I can do is I can go to edit my search criteria and I can change this. It's got all property types in there. I can raise this up and I can increase this to a mile. Let's see how many that gives me. When I go find comparables, that gave me 64 non-active. This is another source of not, they're really not MLS deals. They are off market because they're not on the market anymore. But non-active means that they were expired or terminated listings. And so if you go, let's see, one of these tells you that. Anything with a plus sign tells you more. So these are properties that were on the market and then were taken off the market or they just didn't sell and so the listing time expired. This is another source of leads. This, this one you would skip trace the owners for these houses directly and uh, see if maybe they're interested in selling now without having to go through all that hassle of putting them on the MLS. Plus what they would pay the agent for that five or 6% commission, you know, you could use that to your advantage to lower the price. So that is another source of almost, almost MLS, but not quite MLS leads. Okay, so I'm going to go, um, aren't those showing a sale price? That's the price that they were listed at. These are showing a sold price, but that, let's see. And did it, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have the sold date. Well, I'm not, I'm honestly not sure what this is. 
Um, and I don't know if that's, like I told you, there was a glitch they're still trying to fix in our system that could have to do with that as well. Um, they were expecting that to be fixed by tomorrow. But yeah, that's interesting. Oh, I'm not on active anymore. <laughs> that's why. I have to click here on non-active. And there we go. There we go. <laughs> I was on the wrong tab. These all have NA as the sold price. These are the ones that you would skip trace the owners of and see if they want to sell again. And it tells you what it was last listed at, so that gives you an idea of what they're hoping to get. Um, yes, Tony, this is being recorded, and I will show you at the end where you can get that, where you can get the recording. Um, Anthony says, in communicating with the agent, would you submit as a cash offer? Cash offers are always better. Um, just as an example, Kevin and I flipped a house right at the beginning of quarantine. Um, literally, yeah, <laughs> when it was showing, people were still coming. Um, but um, we actually took a lower cash offer instead of a higher, a higher um, offer that from conventional financing just because the uncertainty of the time. And so a cash offer would always be preferable. Um, but yeah, Tony says, be honest, is it going to be cash? And it doesn't mean you have to have the cash to submit a cash offer. If you have private money or hard money even, um, they still count that as a cash offer. So, yes. All right, Denise, we'll definitely take care of you. Ash, can you make a note of Denise, please? Maybe, maybe we had something wrong in your email address or something, but we'll definitely uh, get you taken care of. All right, so I'm going to go back to the presentation here. Um, buy and hold, I already talked about that 1% rule. And so it works the same way, only you don't have to go off the 70% if you're looking for a buy and hold or something to wholesale as a buy and hold. So estimated rent, $1,000. let us say you can rent it for $1,000. That's what the rental comps say. Well, then you can pay $100,000 because you'd be getting 1% of that. Subtract your repair budget. Again, if you wanted to wholesale this, subtract another 5,000 for your wholesale fee, and then you would offer 90,000. So your offer is based on the amount of rent. If you're gonna buy and hold it, not on the purchase price. Although it is important to note that some lenders will, even if it's a buy and hold, they will rent, they will loan only 70% of the ARV. And others, I know some hard money lenders that want a 1.25 rental index. And so if they're gonna loan you the money, you better get it below that. <laughs> so it meets that 1.25%. Oops, sorry about that, there we go. And so again, out of that $1,000, you know, you've got your mortgage, your property taxes, your insurance, your HOA and maintenance costs, and you subtract all that out to get your monthly cash flow. And again, you would still probably want to save some of that and make sure you had some in reserves if the AC broke or something kind of major like that. All right, 
case study. Here is that property that Kevin and I wholesaled. It was on the MLS in Houston. It is in a place called Memorial, which was a great, beautiful neighborhood. Although strangely enough, it really hasn't recovered since Harvey. Um, it's in a beautiful area. It's close to, it's not too far from downtown. Um, I'm sure it will come back, but it's kind of been slow about it. Um, but so it was listed at 284. It was comping at 509. Okay, this is a three, what was it? 3,234 square foot house. Four bedroom, two and a half bath, a wooded area behind it, built in 1971. And so we decided at the point that that was a rehab, that was not a rehab that we wanted to take on. This was a big rehab job. So you can tell that this flooded because there's no sheetrock on the bottom part of the walls. So this was downstairs. This room, not too bad. Um, and so the upstairs of this was in bad shape as well. So this was a full, we're talking $110,000 rehab on it. Um, so it was listed at 284.9. We offered 231. Uh, we officially bought it for 235, but the agent kicked in $4,000 of her commission. So because we went directly to the agent and she didn't have to split it with a buyer's agent, uh, she kicked in some of her commission. And some brokerages don't allow agents to do that, to represent both the buyer and the seller. Um, but others kind of have a way around that. So, uh, so we wholesaled it for 260 and profited $29,000. Now we did actually split that uh, with somebody else. We co-wholesaled it. We got the property. They got the buyer. Uh, but this was listed on the MLS. We called the agent. We went to see it. We made the offer. And you probably overall don't want to do that um, because the average is one in 20 offers get accepted. And so if you're going to see every property before you make the offer, you're not going to have time to do the number of offers that you need to submit to actually get the deal. So what you want to do is based off of the pictures and the agent's remarks, you can call them and ask them questions too. Based on that, estimate the rehab and then figure your 70% or figure your rental index and make that offer that way. And then once you get it under contract, they accept your offer. Then you go into the house with your contractor and you make sure there's nothing else major wrong with it. If there is, then you re renegotiate the contract but you don't have time to go see them all or you're just not gonna do the volume that's gonna get you deal quick enough. So one in 20 is kind of the magic number. Okay, we will have time for questions at the end. I do, I do wanna show you real quick. We do have a repair estimator calculator that is really quick. It's just kind of a yes or no thing that can help you make that make that offer if you're not experienced enough to kind of just do that yourself. Sorry, wrong tab. All right. So real estate IQ, I want to show you all before we get to the questions. 
um, our new online community. So if you go to our website, which is realestateiq.co, and you have a few tabs up here. We have community, marketplace, events, tools. Those are the things we sell that I'll be telling you about. Our deal analysis suite, deal finding suite, on-demand skip tracing. ROI Muse is an advanced set of deal analyzer calculators um, for residential and commercial. But on our community, you can go to the feed. So think this is, of this as being a Facebook for investors. And so it's going to be a place where you can really connect with people that are going to help your business. So you can connect with other investors here. Uh, you can go. Yeah, so this is a community feed. Also here we have groups. And I have two groups. So one of mine is Houston Deal Finders Lounge, just because that's where I am. Can't see those tabs. Can you see my screen of the community? Should, because it's the same thing. But up at the top, community feed members groups. So I went to groups. And this is my Houston Deal Finders Lounge. So this is where, after the event, the recording will be posted. So if you want to, uh, you know, go look at it again. Here I, I posted about the HAR yearly market report. You want to know what's going on in the market? That gives you some good information. Um, but this is eventually going to be a place where people post deals and do deals. So that's what we want to get going. Uh, we haven't done our official launch of this yet. We're trying to build it up and make sure all the bugs are out and everything's working the way we want it to. But please do join and then check back because um, I think it's going to be a really active and cool place. I also have a group for women in real estate. So if you are a female, please just, you can just type in women and you can see my women in real estate group right there. So just search for those groups. You can find there's ones for commercial um, and ones for whatever you're interested in. Our marketplace is where you can connect with vendors. So if you're looking for somebody who does education or mentoring, funding, this would be title companies and contractors and all kinds of other things like that. And notes is if you wanna do passive investment in notes. Go here to events and you can see our upcoming events. Uh, we do one, let me look, what's the date? June 20th, keep that one in mind if you're interested more in the MLS. Uh, we do that one with, an, with a lady who partners, we partner with a lady who teaches um, wholesaling from the MLS. That's her exclusive strategy. And Tony, yes, we do have similar groups in DFW. But the, this event, because it's I'm doing it, will be posted. The recording will be in my Houston Deal Finders Lounge group. Okay, going back then. So that's our community. So make yourself a note to join our community and join some groups. 
All right, so what do we offer? We offer the MLS deal finder, which is what I showed you. And but that's actually out of order. <laughs> we have our deal analysis suite here, which includes fast CMA, which means running comps for any property. Uh, we have the repair estimator calculator and a deal analyzer calculator. So you can get this guys for $15 a month. So even if you're not ready to look for deals yourself, you're just evaluating deals from wholesalers or maybe you're lending, uh, the deal analysis suite lets you do comps. Uh, then we have our deal finding suite. So that includes the MLS deal finder, which is what I showed you. Uh, we also have our county data finder which lets you create, create your own list to market to, and that's from the county tax records. So anything that owns property, any, any property that's owned pays taxes and will show up in County Data Finder. So you can search for out-of-state owners, uh, just absentee owners, commercial properties, mobile homes, you can search for people over 65 in some markets. Unfortunately, Harris County doesn't allow us to do that, but in DFW, they do. Um, you can look for properties that have been owned by the same person for at least seven to 10 years. Make sure they have equity. You can search by subdivision, zip code, all kinds of things. Um, and then we also have all of these off-market leads. And so if you're ready to market, besides the MLS, you want to go off market, we have all of these lists of potentially motivated and distressed sellers. The ones that have the little stars by them, these are part of our premium package, which includes the skip tracing. So skip tracing means um, finding the email addresses and phone numbers for the owners. So these ones come to you in our premium package with the skip tracing already done. Okay, we also have good customer service. They'll take care of you if there's any issues. All right, you've got another poll coming up here. If you'd like to get any of our freebies, we have some heat maps that were available on the website if you subscribe, but if not, you can get these things for free, just kind of showing you where the deals are in your area. And we also have our deal of the day where we pick a live MLS deal, analyze it with our system and send it out. So you could make an offer on it if you wanted or just think of it as a good educational tool so you can kind of see what's out there and what kind of things you need to think about when you're analyzing it. All right, if you missed the one-on-one -on -one 45 minute deal finding training, um, put that in the chat and we can connect you with somebody and get you going on that right away. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts, or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.